Hello, everyone. You're listening to the DSG Connect podcast. As one of the world's leading dental laboratory networks, we value connection. And in alignment with that value, the DSG Connect podcast is here to serve you. Our goal is to elevate voices in dentistry. You know the ones, world changers, innovators, disruptors, true leaders, the people making a difference and bringing world-class solutions to our industry and communities. Our guests will educate, inspire, and share what is working, how to pivot when things go sideways, and everything in between. Wherever you find yourself listening, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us back on the DSG Connect podcast. Today, it's my honor to have Dr. Mike Maroon on, a private practice owner of over 35 years serving his dental community in Connecticut, as well as director of laboratory services, Smile Source. He's done so many things through the years and his career and added so much value to our industry. And I'm excited to have him come on today and talk with us about dentistry in 2021. How are you doing, Dr. Maroon? doing great, Heidi. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate being here. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. As a private practice owner, when you're looking back on 2020, what are you most proud of? 2020 was a very interesting year. I think as a private practice owner, the thing I'm most proud of is my dental team and the way they pulled together during the pandemic. There was a lot of uncertainty for everyone, myself as a business owner, and I'm sure other people listening, you know, we had no idea what, what we were facing. We were all scared. Initially, how was the disease transmitted? What could we do to protect ourselves? We were shutting down our business. How did that work? You know, we're running out of money. Um, I don't want to fire all my employees, but I can't afford to keep them on on board right now. So I need to, you know, release them and let them collect unemployment. And so they're all facing the uncertainty of, okay, I've got bills to pay on my own. I've got, you know, a family, a mortgage, a car payment. I've got, you know, school tuition. Uh, etc. And, you know, as a business owner, we're facing, okay, I've got mortgage, I've got lights, utilities, both at the practice. Uh, Then I've got kids in college, I've got things going on at home, you know, so it was just everything was up in the air. And it was just like, yeah, basically, you know, we were all thrown into chaos because of an unseen or unknown virus. One of the things that I'm, I'm most proud of is the way my team pulled together and held together during the crisis, we we stayed in constant contact with each other. We did Zoom meetings. And, you know, the the cool thing about it was there there was no expectation about them getting paid. They just wanted to make sure that, you know, they were getting information and uh, they knew when we were going to get back to work and how we were going to do it safely. And so we went through all of that, all of that stuff on Zoom meetings. I shared as much information as I could that I was getting both from my local organization, the national organization, but Smile Source really pulled pulled through for us as a group during the pandemic. And I'm real proud of them as well, because uh, we had, we started this thing called Fireside Chats. God, we had probably about 50 or 60 docs uh, every night online sharing information about what they were hearing about the virus, how it, how it was being uh, passed along, what the upcoming rules and regulations for safety were going to be. And it was interesting because while we were discussing all of this, we discovered that uh, all around the world, even in places where the virus had a a huge stronghold, people in dentistry weren't becoming infected. And so we're like, hmm, there's something interesting about that. I mean, what are we doing that's different from other 
other industries and other professions where dentists aren't getting infect, infected from people who are infected with COVID or being exposed, we're not getting infected. And so I think we discovered that dentistry has been one of the safest professions for a very long time since the AIDS crisis took hold uh, back in the 80s and 90s. We've implemented you know, universal safety precautions and universal infection control in our, all of our offices. And that really saved us, saved our profession, basically. Nowadays, the dental office is probably one of the safest places you can be outside of your own home. So it's, it was, it's been a pretty interesting journey. It has been. Everyone's been looking at things in a new and a fresh way. And that can be a good thing. It can be a little bit of a scary thing when you're first propelled into it, right? But then, you know, as you start to get more comfortable at just and looking at things and really the positive things about it, knowing that dental offices are one of the safest places to be in this time. As you are the director of laboratory services of Smile Source, have you seen the laboratory relationships grow during this time and like the importance of it? Yeah, I, I you know, the cool thing about the labs is they, they were transitioning to more of a digital arena before the COVID crisis hit. And I think the COVID crisis accelerated that to where most people are now looking at digital solutions in dentistry, whether it's uh, intraoral scanners or just being able to share information back and forth. And I think because of the COVID crisis, the labs have, you know, have advanced their own training in the, in the labs. You know, so for example, DSG labs, you've got 40 or 50 labs around the country and everyone accelerated their learning process as far as dealing with digital scans and things like that. The other thing that was really cool was I know that when the when the crisis originally hit, there was a lot of shipping delays coming over from China when they shut down the ports right. and they shut down the, the shipping from overseas. And the, the nice thing about DSG and some of the other labs is they shifted a lot of the production from overseas to the U.S. at no additional cost. Now, I mean, the timing was delayed a little, which is to be expected to be able to shift all of that production on the fly and make it, you know, make it here in, in the U.S., that was fantastic. And that was really a, um, a nice thing for, for them to do. What that, hit, what that did is it showed them that, you know, the digital, digital age is here to stay. It made things a lot easier for the lab to stay in business and to, and to continue servicing their clients during a very tough and uncertain time. So, and again, I know, I don't, I'm not sure where you're living, Heidi. I think it's California, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah, The Bay area. Yeah. So California shut down and most of the labs in California had to shut down until they were allowed to open again. And during that time, there were other States that were still open. And so I know DSG shifted production from California to Michigan to wherever they could get their stuff going on. And and that was pretty cool. And was really, really good and really, really saved a lot of uh, a lot of headaches for a lot of people, uh, even though, you know, I'm sure they, they you guys got some complaints because of shipping delays. But I mean, that's it's to be expected during an unprecedented pandemic. Everyone was really understanding. I think that yeah. was that was something that we've seen through all of this. Yeah. And going back to the question, uh, what am I most proud of as far as uh, with the labs? I know our smile source people really adopted digital technology and uh, using digital scanners, intraoral scanners and, and uh, 3D printing and all sorts of things that, that made their lives easier. And so I think that that was really uh, something that I, I'm proud of for our independent smile source docs who were able to 
to put that all, all that together in such a short period of time. People were on the move, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you had to adapt. I mean, adaptability yeah. and flexibility was, uh, I think, the two keywords in 2020. And staying alive, you know, the old Bee Gees song, staying alive. That was, was crazy. You know, I, I think everyone has been affected by, uh, by someone who has either had COVID or passed away from COVID. I know in my own family, I lost my mother and brother in May. Uh, within 24 hours of each other. Um, Sorry, mother, Dr. Moran. Yeah, I mean, my mother was 80, my brother was 54, and it was totally unexpected for both of them to go. And we really, you know, really hit our family hard. And uh, me, like I said uh, earlier, it made us look at what's really important in life. You know, what what are the things that are really important? Family, you know, time, uh, life itself. And I think yeah. our priorities as a nation and, and as a people around the world have shifted. I think, it, you know, this pandemic has made people rediscover the importance of family, the importance of, of uh, you know, the close relationships that you have with those you love. It made a lot of the little things kind of fall by the wayside. You know, you just take things, things that we would normally take for granted that people would be there. I think uh, what the pandemic did is it made you realize that you know, nothing is certain in this world. Cherish each and every day. And mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people are doing that. I, I, I don't like that my mother, I don't, want, I don't want to say hate, but I don't like that my mother and brother passed away. Sure. But, but from, from their passing, we have my, my, myself, my younger brother, my sister have developed a closeness that we never had before. Uh, we, we have reconnected with each other and I think that is a blessing I've also reconnected with my sister-in-law and my niece who were my brother's uh, family and uh, they have connected with my children and their cousins all of our family has become closer together and I think that that from the depths of despair there is hope there's love there's understanding and there's you know joy because of it uh, because of the new relationships. And I think that that is a, a valuable lesson to learn, you know, and, and I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. I, I know of several other people who've had some serious uh, issues in, in their families as far as health, and they've also lost loved ones. So I think a lot of us went through a similar thing. It has really slowed everybody down to look at what is most valuable. You know, we were forced to slow down Again, I'm so sorry for your loss. What a joy to hear about the things that have come out of it. Those are things that are really awesome. Yeah, and in and, and, and a crazy way, you know, you, you, you try and think of, okay, what is, the, what is the overall plan? What's the master plan? And maybe the master had the plan, and that was the plan was that, you know, to bring everybody closer together at this yeah, point. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think is going to be different in 2021? Well, I think... Um, we as a dental profession have learned how to deal with the COVID crisis, both with the PPE that we're, we're now wearing when we're working on clients and the way that we're checking them in. I think a lot of people um, listening to this podcast have changed the way that they're, they're bringing people into the office. Some are keeping them outside in their cars. Um, obviously, you can do that if you're a standalone building or a ground level building or something like that. Others, if you're in a high rise or you're in a, um, a medical facility, they have a reception area, but they're making sure that they're testing people when they come in, checking temperatures, answering questionnaires, 
sanitizing, doing all sorts of things to make to make the environment safe, not only for the for the patient, but also for their team and themselves. So I think that those, those things are going to continue in 2021. Um, I think also that, uh, you, you know, the smart thing to do would be to do longer procedures, do more procedures in, in, in less appointments, as opposed to doing, you know, a simple filling here, a simple filling there, a single crown, this and that. I think you'll see more quadrant dentistry, more reconstructive dentistry. Now's the best time to get your teeth worked on because you're wearing a mask. So if there's, if your teeth are all jacked up, I mean, come on down, we'll, we'll take care <laughs> of it and, uh, you know, we don't have to worry about what the temporaries look like because, you know, you get a mask on anyway. Uh, that's that's kind of how we're handling it. I mean, the other thing, too, is I think people have to be um, attentive to cancellations and things like that because COVID is a convenient excuse now. Or I have a sniffle, or I have a cough, I have this, I have that. So it's a convenient excuse to, like, to not come to a, to a dental appointment, which most people don't like going to the dentist anyway. Sometimes I don't even like going to the dentist and I'm, <laughs> I am the dentist. I don't like coming to work sometimes. I think what you need to do is your team just needs to be trained in how to handle objections, how to deal with what's a real issue and what isn't a real issue. And then be flexible as far as your schedule. Know that your schedule is going to change on the fly. And it's going to be the same thing, whether it's for you or whether you're working with a lab. Uh, you know, sometimes things may change things. They, you know, there may be shipping delays. There may be product delays, there may be backups, you know, or, or uh, things that you can't get or in, in supply. Like I know right now we're dealing with glove shortages and, and some of the uh, cabbie wipes and things like that. In the past, it was masks. So we had a, the run on the masks. Now the masks are being produced mm -hmm. in, in regular supply. So we're able to get the masks, but now we're having a problem with the gloves. So gloves and cabbie wipes and things like that. So I think you need to kind of Pay attention to what's happening in the marketplace. Create your own little stockpile of stuff. Maybe you're going to order a little bit differently than you used to. You know, you're probably going to have to order not necessarily from one supplier and just have, or the one person who comes in your office, or maybe the one supplier that you order online. You may have to go to two or three or four or five different suppliers. Your costs mm -hmm. are going to, your costs are going to go up. You know, our costs are rising. So I think, you know, we have to pay attention to that too. Our, our, our costs are going to go up. You need to make sure your profitability stays where you need it to be, to be able to maintain your team, maintain your, your lifestyle, maintain your, you know, uh, all the things that you need to pay or the debt service that you have to pay as well. So there's a lot of different things, you know, that you're juggling. Uh, and I think we will in 2021 and thing, until things calm down, until people get used to, the, the new normal, you know, that catchphrase, the new normal, the vaccine is going to help put a lot of people's fears at ease. But I think it's going to be a long time before people, a lot of people are going to feel comfortable in a crowd again. You know, I think, I think that we're going to be wearing masks for a while until people start feeling comfortable again, which probably won't be for a couple of years now, will we start taking the masks off and getting back to being able to be with one another in close environments and, and feel comfortable, hug and kiss and do all that, the stuff that we used to do. Definitely. It's going to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a road back to where we were, but we'll, we'll get there for sure. And in, in the meantime, just being resourceful as you're talking about positive and resourceful, it's huge. And I think also assuring your patients, you know, making, mm -hmm. letting them know that you're safe, that what you're doing in your practice is for their safety. 
interesting thing is most patients have been very receptive to that. I mean, they, they notice all the precautions that were taken. They're appreciative of that. You know, we haven't had any issues with that. That's really good. What is maybe a process or a procedure that you have refined that may help other dentists just by hearing it and saying, oh, I haven't thought about that, or that's a different way to think about that? Uh, one of the cool things that we're doing is we're 3D printing our, uh, our occlusal guards now. So using the DSG Digital Experience Center, we're able to use our intraoral scanner on our patients, scan the patients, uh, and send the scan to the DSG Digital Experience Center. They'll design the night guard for us and send us back the print file that we print on our Sprint Ray Pro printer, 3D printer. And so we can have a night guard, you know, in just a, a, a couple of days, which is really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's helped a lot of people because during this, during this chaotic time and stressful time, people are clenching and grinding more. I mean, we're seeing a lot more cracked teeth, a lot more split roots, uh, a lot more busted fillings, you know, and so having uh having a clue we're, we're prescribing i know i am in my office we've been prescribing a lot more occlusal guards to help people maintain their teeth and and keep them from fracturing that's been a, a very good and cool procedure the other thing we're doing is a lot of implant dentistry you know a lot of people have lost teeth or are losing teeth and so you know one of the things that i tell people is if you're a general dentist you know look to expand your the services that you provide whether it's providing clear aligner treatment. I know that DSG provides some clear aligners, uh, whether it's doing implant dentistry, even if you don't place your own implants, you can still restore the implants. So find somebody that you can work with, a great surgeon, a periodontist or oral surgeon that you can have a conversation with and they can take care of your patients the way you want them to be taken care of and then simplify the cases. I know DSG does a great job with implant dentistry. I do a lot of work with them uh, in, as far as restoring implants. So that's been a nice uh, relationship that I've had with them. Uh, the other thing that we do is uh, I do extractions and grafting. So, you know, socket preservation is a, is a, is a buzzword or was a buzzword before the pandemic. And it, it, it still is afterwards. So if you take a tooth out, you don't want to lose the height and the width of the bone you right. make sure that you, you keep the jawbone uh, where it is. Whether you're doing a, a, a removable appliance or whether you're going to be placing an implant or even doing crown and bridge, you want to make sure that you don't have recession of the bone and the, and the gum tissue. So I think that's another procedure. Uh, learning endodontics. I mean, there's, you know, as a general dentist, we have a, a wide variety of services that we can provide. And I think the more that, the more that you can provide under one roof, the best way to be successful and profitable moving forward. That's a huge differentiator for your patients too, to come and get a lot of treatment all at once. Yeah. Instead of going to multiple different offices, you can just sit yeah. down and plan it and here's what you need and we can take care of it all here. Now, whether it's the, whether it's the general dentist themselves providing the service or you have other specialties come in and help you take care of stuff, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter as long as it's in your practice. I've heard that from quite a few other dentists about building those relationships with some extended team, as well as like that, that ecosystem for your practice and for your patients to give them overall complete treatment. And one of the other, one of the other big uh, things that I think dentists should be on the forefront is uh, sleep apnea appliances or sleep appliances. I know DSG has a, does a nice job with that as on that as well. So I think, you know, anything that you can do to improve your patient's health and, and keep them as healthy as possible, 
uh, and help them maintain that health, I think is something that is going to distinguish you and set you apart from, from other people. Absolutely. Well, what are you most excited about for the future of dentistry? All the digital stuff. I mean, come yeah. on. you know, we have, <laughs> we have these phones that are these cell phones nowadays that the processors in the cell phones are, are better than the computer that was in the first rocket ship that went into space. I mean, when Isn't you that amazing. About, yeah, I know. <laughs> you think about I mean, you literally have in your hands more information than they had in the library uh, in Alexandria, you know, uh, in Egypt at, at a given point in time. You can you you have all of the the novels, the all the literature in the world in the palm of your hands, all the information that you could possibly think of. So it's pretty amazing. I'm I'm excited about digital dentistry, intraoral scanners, the the merging of uh, CBCT and intraoral scanners, implant dentistry, digital dentures, all of that's all of that's here. It's being refined to a, a simpler simpler process, and I'm excited about all of that. I mean that's that's fantastic. Being you know right now we can even we can scan our implant impressions. You don't even have to take a physical impression anymore. You can use your digital scanner to scan an implant scan body, send it to the lab digitally. They can start working on it right away. They can work on it digitally when they get it there. They don't even have to print a physical model. And then they'll send you back the case and you know you pop it in. It's it's fantastic. It really is. It's it's just amazing all the the explosion of technology in the dental arena. And I'm excited about all of that continuing. And I want to make sure that I stay close to the forefront, even though I'm an old goat right now, <laughs> old geezer. You're so funny. Been around for 30 something years. You know, I mean, I, I want to make sure I, I stay near the forefront and I can stay excited about it. And that's what keeps me coming in every day. It's, it's you know, there's all, always something new to learn, always a, a different way of doing something. And it, it's great. I, the other thing I would recommend to people who are listening, you know, you may not like social media. You don't have to participate in social media to, to gain the glory, but you can be a great lurker on social media on a lot of these groups on Facebook where you can learn about implants and periodontics and ortho and all sorts of stuff. For somebody like me who loves learning, just being able to go on there and look at photos that other people are sharing and look at suggestions that they're making on how they're preparing crowns or doing multiple teeth and simplifying procedures and making things more efficient. That's fantastic. I mean, that's, that's, you know, we used to have to wait for a magazine to come in the mail to get that information. <laughs> now we don't have to do that. We could just go online and ask the question and then you get a thousand answers. It's, it's amazing what you, what you can learn quickly nowadays. I was going to say really quickly. Yeah. It's just boop. It's there. You just hit a button and it's there. I know, you know, again, I gotta, I gotta praise DSG because you guys have done a good job of having, you know, webinars and, and podcasts and sharing information. You have a great resource library that people can learn a lot of information from as well. Thank you. That's one of the things I always say we're in the solutions business. We want to provide solutions and resources. And I know the whole company feels that way. Um, it's important. And I, I want to say one thing too, uh, you know, it's interesting to me that, that dentists will forge a relationship with a lab. And then if they have one or two upsets or one or two things that don't go right, they'll ditch them like a, you know, like it's somebody that like it was a one night stand. 
Like you, you just want to, you know, leave the person. You don't ever want to see him again. And that, that blows my mind. Like if something happens in my practice where I get something and, and it, it's not right, or I try something in, it doesn't go right. I look at myself first. I'm like, okay, what did I do wrong? Did I do something wrong? Did I change a procedure? Did I not, you know, was this a difficult patient to work on? Did I not get the impression the way that I wanted it to? And if I go through my checklist and there's nothing wrong with, with what I did, then I'll call the lab and I'll say, hey, I went through this case here and I thought we were on board, but I got it back and it's not fitting. Can you check it on your end and see what's going on? And then you have a discussion. You kind of figure out, okay, what's the, what was the problem or what's the process and how can we correct it? And I right. find the labs, you know, the labs are very accommodating, you know, nobody wants to do a remake. Listen, I don't want to remake. The patient doesn't want to remake. The lab doesn't want to remake. Okay. But you don't give up on a lab just because you have a remake. What you do is you call the lab and you say, okay, what, you know, can we figure out what's going on? And if you figure out what's going on and they correct it, then you give them the benefit of the doubt and you keep moving on. And that makes the relationship better. They know your preferences, you know, this, you know, this about them. And you know, your communication helps the relationship grow stronger. So don't, if, if anyone's listening to this, don't throw your labs out so quickly, you know, don't, don't be so quick to, to change labs. And if the lab calls you and asks if there's an issue, don't give them the old restaurant answer. Like how's everything? Oh, it's fine. It's great. And then they never see you again. I mean, tell them the truth, you know, mm-hmm. just be truthful. but you don't have to be, you don't have to be critical. You can be truthful without being critical, I guess is what I'm saying. So, you know, just be honest with them, say, Hey, this isn't up to my standards. I don't know where the disconnect is. Can we take a look at it together and figure out what's going on? And, and they'll accommodate you. That's, that's my soapbox uh, little sermon right there. Oh, wait, I got one more. I have one more. One of the things I, I talk to labs about all the time and they're worried about is turnaround time. And, you know, we've, we, now we're seeing this whole, you know, I have three day turnaround time. I have two day turnaround time. I have one day. Tur- it's like the six months abs. Remember? Uh, yes. Know, six day abs. <laughs> Six day, six day abs, four day abs, three day abs. You know, I got, I got 30 second turnaround time. I don't care about turnaround time. Here's, here's why. When I do a crown prep, I don't consider that, a, I don't consider the insert of the crown a productive procedure. I consider the prep a productive procedure. The inserts can, can fill in anywhere. And if you're working with a lab and you have a great relationship with the lab and you're getting excellent lab work, the inserts of crowns typically takes less than 30 minutes pop right in. So I use the crown appointments, the crown delivery appointments as fillers of my schedule. We schedule our productive appointments during the day and wherever there's an opening or a change in the schedule, because you know, in any dental practice, you could start the day with a great schedule. And then if you, if you open at nine o'clock by nine 30, the schedule's crazy because (laughs) somebody canceled or somebody can't, somebody's sick or whatever. So now you're going to move people around. So when we, when we try and put the um, look to fill our unproductive or non-productive appointments, I put those crown inserts in there. And the reason I do that is most people will come in when they know that there's a case ready to, to be delivered. You know, they'll make arrangements in their schedule to, to accommodate you as opposed to us having to accommodate them. So like if you're doing a productive procedure, they may say, oh, I work until four o'clock. I can't come in. But if they have a temporary in their mouth and you're like, hey, I have a 12 o'clock appointment for your crown. Can you come in? Oh, yeah, I'll come right down. And that's what I found over my years of practice. So that's how we kind of operate our schedule. 
So this whole this whole turnaround time thing is a bunch of baloney. I tell the labs, look, take as much time as you need to get it get it done the right way, and then send it back to me. If you have any issues or any questions about it, take a picture of it. Either send me a text or send me an email, and let me look at it. If there, if there's a question with the margins or a question with any any of the impressions, whether it's digital or analog, send it to me. I'm going to take another one. I don't want to I don't want to mess around. And that way we. We, we have positive experiences instead of a negative experience. That makes a lot of sense. It really does. It really does. Thanks for sharing all that. Do you have any final thoughts? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think I don't, I don't have too many final thoughts because I, I know you want to go, Heidi, and I... No, I, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop talking. Not um, at all. You have a lot of great things to share. <laughs> my, my final thoughts is what you get out of the world is what you put into it. And the same thing happens in your practice. So if you approach the world with a positive attitude, no matter what you're facing, the world will give, will, will return the positivity to you no matter what. So if, if you go into 2021 and you say, Oh my God, you know, we're not going to have this. We're not going to have that. We're not going to have this. You will get exactly what you're, what you're thinking. If you go into 21 and you say, you know what, we're going to we're going to succeed regardless of whatever circumstances we're facing. We're going to find a way to, to get through it. I have a great team. I have a great attitude. I know what I'm doing and we're going to make it work. Then guess what? Your 2021 is going to be great. And so, you know, there's a lot of uh, great information out there. There's a lot of resources to, and people to help you. We're all in this together. The labs uh, we're all, it's like the circle of life, you know, uh, mm-hmm. we're all, we're all tied into the dental circle of life. And so you will get back from the lab, what you give out, you know, uh, what's the old saying, crap in crap out. You want to make sure that you're, you're giving them exactly what they need. So call your lab person, you know, talk to the labs, ask them for their feedback. You know, what am I, how, how are my preps? How are my impressions? How, how is this looking? You know, uh, am I giving you what you need to give me a successful restoration. And if they say yes, then great, keep doing it. And if they say no, tell them, please tell me how I can improve. Can you show me examples of what, what you think would be better for me to do? And they will, they'll help you. So, you know, don't look at the lab as like this butting heads relationship. Look at them as part of the team. And if they're part of the team, then, you know, work with them and, and you'll get great results. So that's, that's my, my final thoughts. Thanks, Dr. Maroon. Appreciate it. As always, your perspective and your heart and everything that you share. Thank you so much. Where can our listeners connect with you or learn more about SmileSource? So SmileSource is great. I mean, it's the largest group of independent dental practitioners in the country. So we all own our own practices, but we, we've collectively formed a group, a membership group. Because of the power in numbers, we were able to negotiate amazing deals on and discounts on products, services, things like that. Uh, the real power and the real awesomeness of SmileSource is the collaborative online community and being able to share information instantly with 700 other like-minded dentists around the country who are all positive thinking. Look, they look for solutions, not for challenges. Everyone has a, has a great attitude and, and uplifts everybody else. There's no negativity on the on the online community at all. So that's one of the real cool things that I like about them. To find out more about SmileSource, you go to smilesource.com, S-M-I-L-E-S-O-U-R-C-E.com. And uh, if you want to connect with me, 
the easiest way to connect with me is just shoot me an email, drmikemaroon at gmail.com. And that's D-R-M-I-K-E-M-A-R-O-O-N at gmail.com. And I'll be happy if anyone has any questions or wants more information, I'm happy to, to share information freely with any of you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks, Heidi. Appreciate you having me on and appreciate DSG for doing these podcasts. Thank you for listening. We invite you to subscribe to DSG Connect on iTunes or Spotify. Take a minute to refer a friend or colleague and help us spotlight this podcast by leaving us a review. In between episodes, stay connected with us. Have a topic in mind? Send your suggestions to podcast at dentalservices.net. Also, did you know we have webinars? Check them out at dentalservices.net slash edu. We believe we're stronger together. Until next time, enjoy your day.